Thank you for joining me on the You Are Not For Everyone podcast. I am Jackie Henderson, and I'm a licensed mental health counselor with a specialization in holistic and somatic practices. On this podcast, we have real talk about mental health issues, including trauma, depression, anxiety, personality disorders, and much, much more. I hope that you'll enjoy the show. Let's get started. This is You Are Not For Everyone, and I'm Jackie Henderson. Today we are talking about how to stop negative thinking. And if you are a negative thinker, there are many reasons why this may have ended up being your mindset. It could have been childhood trauma, neglect, or abuse. It could be that you were raised by a pessimistic person who made you feel like the world was unsafe and unfair. You may have had a lot of disappointments in your life, a lot of betrayals, a lot of hurt feelings, people who let you down, incidences that were disappointing. So you may have had a a lot of experience with negativity in your life. So your mind has become this negative festation of thoughts that are not productive. So the goal is to change those thoughts, and it's very important to change those thoughts for many reasons. If you've been around negative people, you know it's difficult to be around these type of people. They're Debbie Downers. They always think the worst. They make you feel bad about yourself. They make you feel bad about the world. They share very negative point of views. They tend to be the devil's advocate. They're hard to be around. So if you are a negative person, you might want to get some self-awareness around this so you can start to fix this behavior so you're more pleasant to be around. If you are the negative person, there's a lot of reasons to stop being that negative person. And first and foremost, it, it decreases your motivation in life. It makes you feel helpless. It makes you feel like the world is bigger and stronger than you. It puts you in a scarcity mindset Well, you'll never have enough and you'll always be small and less than. That is not how you want to live your life. It's not good for your immune system. It's not good for your confidence. It's not good professionally. It's not good personally to feel helpless in this world. You may have had a childhood or a life that was unsafe. You may have had experiences where you felt unsafe or betrayed or hurt. But it's time to take your life back and to start to see the world in a different light. Another reason it's important to not have this negative thinking is because it increases depression, it increases anxiety, it causes you to be in a fight or flight mode most of your life because you're always worried about something scary happening to you. And when you're living in a fight or flight mode or protective mode, That means the amygdala part of your brain is heightened. And whenever your amygdala is heightened, the cognitive part of your brain is not online. So you're not thinking as clearly when you're engaging in negativity. Your mind is more emotional, it's more animalistic, and it's not so compassionate and thoughtful. It can also... Negative thinking can also decrease your health. It increases your blood pressure and it makes it difficult to recover from illness. 
Having a healing mindset when you're sick is really important. Thinking positively, working with your body to heal is really important for health. And if you're in a negative mindset constantly, you're not helping your immune system. You're not helping your body to heal. You're not even on the same team as your body because you're thinking the worst. And when you think the worst, your body feels the worst. So there's many reasons to overcome this negative thinking rut that you may be in and you may have been this way your whole life so this is going to be a challenge for you to change your thinking and as we move forward in this discussion i hope that you'll find some help and some tools to get you through this so i'm going to talk about some ways that people are negative in their thought process and then ways to help reframe it so many people Uh, One negative aspect people have is they're always blaming others. They always hold another person responsible for every problem. They don't blame themselves. They don't take responsibility for themselves. They don't even see themselves as being accountable. It's always someone else's fault. And it could be small things to how a person looks, how she looks. Oh, it makes me so mad. It makes me uncomfortable. Why does she have to dress like that? to someone's belief system and their religion. They, you could blame somebody for being different than you and put them over there and they're always separate from you. And honestly, that just separates our world and that's pretty much why our world is so horrible these days is because everyone's blaming everyone else There's too much hate. So let's try to reframe that with some acceptance. We can take responsibility for ourselves and the consequences of our own actions, and we can give others the benefit of the doubt, give them a chance to explain themselves, try to be empathetic and understand why they do the things they do, be a little bit more accepting of others. Another negative thought process is personalizing everything. We see all behaviors around us as a response to us. We personalize things. We, if someone is angry and they walk into the room mad, we think that they're mad at us or we ask ourselves, well, I didn't do anything. Why are they so mad? Well, maybe it has nothing to do with you. People personalize things and they put it into a perspective. And it, again, this is another form of blame saying that person's got to be wrong because I didn't do anything. Well, why does it have anything to do with you anyway? You may be in the room, but there might be 10 other people in the room. That person might not even seen you and they're just having a bad day. So let's try not judging a situation until we get all the information. We can look for evidence to support the feelings that you have or look for evidence that don't support your feelings and show you that you might be wrong. We are not responsible for other people's behavior. Their behavior is theirs or your behavior is yours. You are responsible for how you respond and react to people but some people are going through their own stuff has nothing to do with you. So it's important that you separate that and try not to personalize those things. Another form of negativity is comparing yourself to others. We measure ourselves against others, making constant superior or inferior judgments to determine our worth. We have to feel like we're better than someone else to feel valid. We have to feel like someone's not good at something so we feel valid. We want to compare ourselves to see where we stand and really in the big scheme of things, it's not helping. 
You're not going to get better at something if you're just comparing and using your energy to see who's better, who's worse. Just do your best. Do your best in all that you do. And don't worry about comparing yourself to others. You can set goals. You might see somebody who's doing really well and you want to be as good as they are. But you, the negative view of that is, oh, there's, they think they're all that. They're doing, so, they're doing so good and I'm doing so bad. That's negative talk. We want to switch that up and say, oh, look how good they're doing. I'm going to see if I can ask them for some advice or I'm going to try to be more like them. Change your language and change how you view things. Not everything is a competition. Negative people tend to be mind readers or they believe they're mind readers. We feel like we know people's thoughts and the motivations for the behavior and how they feel about us without a word from them. We're making up a story in our head. We make up a story and we believe it. We're mind reading. We think that what they did was a reflection of us or had to do with us, or we believe a story that is not true. How do we know what someone's thinking? How do we know what someone's going through? People have their own lives, they have their own issues, and trying to mind read without having all the information is just creating a story which creates stress in your nervous system and negative thinking. And if you are tend to pessimism, you're going to think the worst about that person. So you're going to mind read the worst. And it's interesting because people never mind read the best. They always mind read the worst. So we want to have some patience with ourselves and have better communication skills. If you feel like someone is acting a certain way and it feels uncomfortable to you, just approach them kindly and ask them if there's something going on. What's going on with you? Do you mind sharing? You seem different today. Be patient, be kind, and compassionate. Negative people also feel like they have to be right. Everything's a competition. They have to prove themselves. They pull up their Google to prove themselves right. They're constantly proving themselves in actions and words, and they will do it no matter what. Even if you said, oh, you're probably right. They still, I'm, I know I'm right. I'm going to show you that I'm right. It's very much a competition. It's some sort of self-validation that they need to know that they are right constantly. And even when they are not even good at something or haven't tried something before, they still feel like they know what they're doing and they know it all. You know those types of know-it-all people who say they know what's going on, but they've never even experienced that in real life. In order to not be this way, you have to have a beginner's mind. You have to have some humility, be a little humble, and know that you don't know everything. You don't have all the answers. And even if you did, why would you want to be the loudest person in their room belting out the answer? Usually the loudest person in the room is the most insecure person in the room. So most people who have wisdom and education and are wise, they're not belting out answers. They're quietly holding the information until someone asks them. So know-it-alls and having to be right all the time is a form of negative thinking because if you are thinking you're right all the time, you're obviously thinking everybody else is wrong. It's not a healthy mindset. Catastrophizing. 
I have come across so many people who catastrophize situations. They think the worst case scenario. They think if they don't get this paper in tomorrow, this project done tomorrow, I'm going to get fired. The world's going to come down. My boss is going to kill me. My teacher is going to give me an F. They think the worst situation in everything. If they hear that a storm is coming, they think that the world is going to be a torrential hurricane and typhoon. Any news that they get is catastrophized. They imagine the worst possible outcome and they think that's the only outcome. We don't want to catastrophize things. I'm not saying we don't want to be prepared. We want to make sure our projects are done on time, that our school assignments are done on time. But if something happens and you're not able to, talk to your boss, talk to your teacher. You may have to take an F on this one. You might have to fail this one, and that's okay. But it's not the end of the world. If bad weather is coming, prepare for it. Get ready. Do everything that you're supposed to do to prepare for a storm. But catastrophizing something and acting like it's urgent and the end of the world and making a big deal out of something that's not so big is just increasing your heart rate. It's increasing the stress to your nervous system. It's putting you in a fight or flight mode. And for what? Something that may or may not happen. This is where you need to have some faith and trust. Whatever your beliefs are, trust in the universe, trust in God, trust in nature, whatever it is you believe in, you want to have some trust and faith that everything's going to be okay. Having that abundant mindset, knowing you've always been taken care of in the past and you'll be taken care of now. And rushing to get someplace, you're going to get fired if you're late, you're going to get in trouble if you're late. Well, you know what, you're going to be late. So don't drive crazy and don't think the worst. Slow down and just know that everything is going to be okay. Should, I had a person tell me once, you should not should all over yourself, which is hysterical. But so many people say, you should have done this. I should have done this. We should have done this. They put strict rules and unrealistic expectations on situations. And sometimes it's just not possible. Sometimes you can't do all, everything that you want to do, even if you have good intentions. Sometimes the rigid rules need to be a little flexible and bend a little bit. There's many search situations that there can be flexibility where some people are so rigid that they just get so stressed out when things don't go the way they're supposed to. Having a little flexibility goes a long way. Think of a palm tree. Palm tree lasts in the tropics where there's so many storms because it's bendable. It's flexible. Rigid things snap and break. So it's good to have a little flexibility in your life and to not be so um, hardcore in your thinking, so rigid in your thinking. Uh, we can practice flexibility. We can release our expectations. We can offer forgiveness if we're or ask for forgiveness if we're going if we're running late if we're not able to do a project we're not able to help someone out we want to be able to lighten up a little bit filtering and magnifying negative people tend to filter out the positive and magnify the negative it's like they're looking through tinted binoculars there's some people who are 
very optimistic people, and we call those people looking through rose-colored glasses. Well, the negative people are looking through dark-tinted binoculars. The world is small, it's far away, or it's bigger than life, or it's dark, and they don't see anything positive. And even if someone's telling them positive things, for some reason, they can't seem to hold on to the positive things. They don't believe in the positive things. They don't trust it. And chances are, as we said at the beginning, people who have felt unsafe in this world, who've been betrayed, who've been abused, who've been neglected, who were not seen or heard or allowed to speak up for themselves, they're going to have a hard time seeing the world as safe and positive. And I just want you to know if that is who you are and you've been experiencing this for years, you are safe. You are okay. Look back at your life and look at all you've survived. Look at your life now. Are you doing better? Are you living in a home that's comfortable? Do you have money to pay your bills? Do you have family and friends? Look around at what you do have and stop focusing on the negative and what you don't have. We want to let go of the past that form these negative thought patterns and start to move into a more positive and optimistic place. Another negative thought pattern is we decide that something is true just because we feel like it's true. Like, I have a feeling that he didn't mean that. I have a feeling she's cheating on him. I have a feeling that he's not being honest. Well, those are feelings and feelings are not true. Maybe intuitions and instincts are true. But when you have a feeling on something and it's a very serious issue, do not make a judgment. You don't know. You don't have all the information. And people will believe it's true. And guess what? When your brain thinks something, your body goes along for the ride because your body believes what your brain tells it. If you do a guided meditation and tell yourself you're on a beach in the warm sun and you can feel the cold water under your feet and the sand, your body believes it. Same thing with negativity. If you have negative thoughts, your body believes it. If you have a negative thought about a person, you can make yourself believe it's true. And it's not always true because you don't have all the information. It's another story that you've made up in your head. You want to get all the information before you make the judgment. And then there's blanket statements. People say all cops are bad, or this race of people is this way, or this socioeconomic group is this way. People make blanket judgments about people. They make blanket judgments about anything, religions and politics and sports and hobbies and people's personalities and how they dress. Well, that's not fair. Not everybody fits into a box. You are not like every other person in the world. You might be sim similar to some people. You may have things in common, but you're unique. Everybody's unique. So making blanket statements about certain groups of people is not fair. And making absolutes Statements, I'm never ever talking to him again. I'm never going over there again. Well, those are emotional responses that are catastrophizing. And they're done out of overwhelm and anger and emotional responses. They're reactionary. They're not responsive. They're not thoughtful. They're from the amygdala, animal part of the brain, and not the cognitive thinking, the compassionate, thoughtful part of the brain. 
So when you find yourself making these blanket statements and these overall negative assessments and all or nothing type thinking, just remember that you're in your emotional brain and that's not the place you want to make your decisions from. You want to move into a calm place, a healthier place, try to step back, use the stop skill that we've talked about in the past and really take in the whole situation objectively, slowly. You do not need to make urgent decisions. You don't have to make urgent judgments. You can take your time and really think it through. A lot of times I believe negative people just say what comes to their mind. There's no thought process. There's no filtering. There's no sitting and saying, is this helpful or not helpful. Some people just want to hear themselves talk. They just want to be right. They want to be heard. And usually it's because they feel insecure, they feel less than, and they want to feel heard and valid and worthwhile. They want to be noticed. They want to know that they matter. Well, you do matter. You should matter to yourself. And if you're confident and you know what you're talking about and you have a subject that you're really versed in and you're well-read in certain areas, you don't have to brag or prove yourself. You just share information and let others share information. Don't make blanket judgments about people. Don't use language that's hurtful. The word hate, like I hate that. Why do we have to say I hate that? You might not like it. And you might not like it a lot, but to say you hate that, you hate this, that's disgusting, using language that's so like disdainful, it makes no sense for certain situations. Sometimes people are just saying things strongly and with deep emotion because their animal part of the brain is running the show. And if they stopped and took a moment and stepped back and they were a little kinder, they might not be so harsh. And the only way to be kinder and more thoughtful is to turn off the animal part of the brain and use the prefrontal cortex where you have logical thinking and kindness and compassion and empathy and executive functioning. We need to calm our bodies. We need to step back. We need to understand that everything we think is not always the truth. What we see in front of us may not be the whole picture. We need to get more information, so not making judgments quickly. There's no reason for urgency in our personal lives and in our professional lives. We can take our time and get all the information before we make a judgment, and we always want to just do our best and be thoughtful and kind. Don't you want to be known as a thoughtful and kind person? Don't you want to have people want to be around you because you validate them and you make them feel good about themselves and you make them feel positive and you make them feel like sunshine. You're not bringing the darkness. You're not bringing your dark tinted binoculars to the event. You're bringing hope and light and kindness and you're calm in your spirit and you're thoughtful in your spirit. You're not scarcity. You're not small. You're not angry. You're not offensive. You're more thoughtful and responsive and kind and compassionate. 
So really use these tools. Think about it. Think about the words that you're about to say. Before you say them, ask yourself, is this going to make this conversation better or worse? Is it going to help someone feel good about themselves? Am I sharing my opinion in a healthy way? Am I being heard in a thoughtful and kind way and not aggressive and reactionary? It makes a difference for your relationships and it makes a difference for your physical health and your mental health to be more positive. Thank you for joining me on You Are Not For Everyone podcast. I hope you're enjoying the podcast and that you will consider supporting the show in a few different ways. You can share it with friends, you can write a review, or you can quote unquote buy me a coffee. Go down to the episode description and click the link support the show and you can support us financially and just share it. Tell everyone you know, stay well, be healthy, and I'll see you next time.